190 of Final Boss TV, your well and game rating show, at least in some way, shape, or form, because I won't be saying that for too much longer. This whole background here is about to change. The whole intro of the show is about to change. All this stuff. It's going to be a step forward, hopefully. But my name is Adam K.A.K. Bay, and I would not be sitting here doing this show today without, of course, the amazing support over on the show's Patreon page. Have to give a big quick shout out here at the beginning of the show to all those that are supporting the show, the stream, and everything in between. Thank you very much to everyone that's over there, my executive and assistant producers, and everyone at the tiers down below. So if you want more of the show, there is more of the show. There are more podcasts. Those are the, the BTS After Show podcasts. Those are just sort of like the, the winding down of each and every show for all the class and spec stuff. Non-scripted, just complete nonsense. Those are all over on the show's Patreon page if you want a little more madness and uh, whatever else happens. Usually a lot of the memes are saved for that. It's like, oh, did you talk about that on the show today? Nope. And we put it in that. But today's show is the Restoration Druid. And hopefully we'll talk about Restoration Druid today on the show and not Holy and Discipline Priest the entire time. But... Joining us again in unfortunate non-cam form is apparently the Professor Hulk of the Restoration Druid community. There's Torty. Hello, sir. Welcome back. Hello. Just hiding. Just hiding. Yeah. Are you doing uh, World Quest right now? Are you grinding rep right now? Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Are you prepared for 8.2? Are you ready? Almost, almost. Got mm. a few thousand red left. Mm. Only a few thousand. I am to gear up my paladin. Uh, we said no paladin talk. <laughs> I missed that part. Yeah, yeah. Volk is back. This time not on the healer oriented show, but now talking about Restoration Druid. Hello, sir. Welcome. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Thank you. And it's good to be back. What time is it right now for you, sir? It is 8 a.m., which is practically afternoon for me so it, it's fine the sun is even up now so it, it's actually really oh do you mean that your sleep schedule is flip-flopped that this is when you usually lay down to go to bed uh it's kind of the other way around i get up <laughs> at about 4 a.m so I, oh. I, I had a good run at the show okay fair enough and then bringing the comic relief today apparently he has big shoes to fill if he's not funny if he's not funny on the show today chat hold him to it all right make make sure there is Kona. Hello, sir. <laughs> you can't put me under that pressure, man. There's, there's, yep. like, there's no way I'm just going off the bat like that. We'll, we'll see when I start talking about this priest and paladins. We'll Maybe see. then. Mm -hmm. so. But you're you're on lease from the show. You're, you're able to be here, right? You're not getting in trouble for, for not grinding away right now? Are you okay? Yeah, I've, I've been given three hours, so I, 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 can't, <laughs> I, I can't stay too long. I've got to get back to the grind. AP farm. AP farm. AP <laughs> yeah. farm. Gotta get back to the grind. Yeah, don't tell, don't tell Scott. All right, <clears throat> don't tell him. Yeah, I'm hiding from him. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to make sure right at the start of the show that I bring back up 
So we went, I, each of these like blocks of 12, there are going to be, one of the blocks has to have two druids. And I wanted to talk about Feral Druid already, and we did that a few weeks ago. And in that show, there was some shots that were fired, and I think Torty has to defend his honor first off, just so we, uh, we get that out of the way. So Torty, do you, do you want to defend yourself real quick? Defend myself? Oh, I have the thrash bug. Yeah, mm. sure. <laughs> Basically, so your, your, your druid is bugged, and you can do more yeah. catweaving DPS than any other druid. And, uh, you want to explain yourself? Yeah. Basically, I can use Thresh in bear form, even if I don't have Guardian Affinity. And on the last show, Guilty made an allegation that it does way more DPS than it actually does. Uh, there is a Feral trait, which I don't remember how it's called, to be honest. Is it Gushing Lacerations? I don't remember. Anyway, it basically makes you do more damage with your combo generating abilities when you have Thresh on them. And it's Wild Flesh Rending, correct? In chat. Wild uh, Thingy, yeah. Wild Flesh Rending. Okay. And uh, if you have three of them and you do a Thresh, then your swipes do a lot more damage. Like, I would say 60 to 80% more. Mm. And the problem is that you cannot really stand there in cat form and swipe for 30 seconds unless there is some dumb pool or lower level but on lower levels everything just dies too fast so sure i mean if you want to go into dungeon as a rested druid dps or then maybe it's good but otherwise i don't think it's very good now i did have it, it was it was really good in legion though like it added like three four percent single target dps mm -hmm. easily because we had the Chatoyant ring that increased your energy, so you could just weave in that stuff, but I don't think it's good now. So with Cordy defending himself, apparently Kona, you have to defend yourself as well, according to chat. Is this true? I thought this show only invited decent players, so why is Kona on it? Yeah, but I don't know. It's a guess look, maybe. We'll, we'll, we'll see. I mean, how many how many world firsts do, do they have under their belt compared compared to you? <clears throat> Just saying. I still have zero. Same amount. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, well, I was there for for Jaina Prog, and then we uh, we we didn't go so well on Una. You know, one of these things. <laughs> the same amount. Oh no. <laughs> <sighs> well, I'm gonna go back around then. And for those that don't know who you are, introductions may be in order. So what do you dabble in in the world of Warcraft, and how long have you been part of said dabbling? And then, of course, if you have any, like, intro shout-outs or resources that you want to pinpoint out there for people, then you can take that as part of this this little opening soapbox for you. So, Conan, this is, this is to you first. You don't have to be funny. Just, you know, be straightforward with us, all right? Just... Uh, yeah, sorry, what do you want me to say? Who I am? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, I, I missed that completely. Um, I, I, yeah, I, read I thought method. that was the reaction. I was like, oh, he's playing nah, me. Nah, nah. <laughs> nah, I, I, I read a method as a Resto Druid main. Uh, my ults are here and there. I, I played Miss Weaver, which is a massive meme right now, uh, and Holy Paladin. Oh, no. But, yeah, it's basically all my characters are just going to be trash for next progression. So 
maybe, maybe by some like stroke of luck, we'll uh, we'll end up playing Resto Druid. Maybe. Hmm. I mean, what kind of? Do you have any resources that you partake in, or anything you want to like throw out there as a shout out to who who makes the stuff that you look at and go, "Oh, that's how I play this game." Oh. Um. So, Questionably Epic is like an awesome resource for Resto Druids. I use that a lot. Um, Toys Icy Veins guide. I use that a lot as well, and um, I, I've got a guide on the Method website. But that that's yeah, it, it's it's pretty much just boss specific stuff where where we learn the fights early on in PTR, and then when we do them in Heroic and Mythic Week, where I update that. Yeah, questionably epic. Interesting, you bring that up right now. Uh, what's Volk? What's uh, what's questionably epic? What's this uh, website I'm looking at right here? Yeah, so uh, it's a site that Connor showed me actually. It uh, it covers all healers, <laughs> but but specifically a lot of Resto Druid and, and Mistweaver stuff. There's a really good app on there called QE Live that'll actually take all of your gear and it'll tell you what to wear, and it'll do it. It kind of does it like Raybots does, but with healer spreadsheets. So we're we're not necessarily simming anything, but we're taking all the math that's already done and we're using it to tell you what to wear. Yeah, thanks for showing me that one, Connor. It's uh, it's really really good. <laughs> Yeah, anytime my friend Rockus made the website, if you want to um, PM in on Discord, it'll, it'll give you some help. Remember that one. All right, cheers. <laughs> well, yeah, to go over to, to, to Volk now, sir. You kind of answered this back when you were on before. Shout out to those birds, by the way. But Oh, you can still hear them? I'll, I'll, I'll mute my mic here in that. A little bit, a little bit. But Volk, you were on, we had a, a healer episode earlier on in the expansion, but now... What what kind of dabbling do you do in the World of Warcraft, and how long have you been part of said dabbling? And if you want to replug this website, that's totally fine. Go for it. So back then, it was uh, it was a bit of a a bit bit of a tough time in my life because I, I mained a Mistweaver monk. Uh, whereas nowadays, I'm I'm back on Resto Druid. I still dabble in all of the different healers. I still play a lot of Mistweaver, playing a bit of Holy Paladin now. But yeah, I, I main Resto Druid. I've mained Resto Druid since BC. I skipped Wad. Uh, good decision there uh in terms of resources yeah check out questionably epic i think that we've got what you want so specifically right now we've got a lot of information on essences which a lot of people are looking for right now it's healer agnostic you can go on there as any spec and you can hopefully find what you want we're also going to have an essences module in qe live uh the day after tomorrow so it'll just be there for you when the patch goes live. It's going to sort out all of your stuff for you. There's a lot of information that's coming out, and we're all sort of... There was a, a few posts. DPS-wise, they're figuring it out, okay? It's going to take a while. Some of these are very complicated to figure out modules to sim stuff for. I'm sure trying to figure out the same thing for healing is is no less of a feat. It would but... be okay if they would if they would stop changing them. Then I think we could get it <laughs> sorted out. Yeah. But, um... I mean, uh, they've probably changed them twice since we began the introductions. So we just, once it all settles down, we'll work out what's best. But hopefully they add a little bit of something and something a little flavor to the, the specs and classes right now that may be having issues. And I think that's where we can bring up our first dig to the other specs in question here for healing. Is any one of these going to change the game let's not get into specifics right now but from your preliminary stuff that you guys have written out here on questionably epic folk is anything out there is going like oh so the question is sort of regarding essences and 8.2 stuff are any of them big game changers 
Yeah, I mean, don't give the game away. That's a that's a topic we have for later. But is there anything that are coming up that you've seen? Yes, so there far? are some. There there are some game changes. Okay. That's what I'm waiting at. And then Torty, take us out of here. Do you? Uh, you're playing Holy Paladin right now, though. So what are you on the show for? Exactly? No, 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 I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I actually play mostly Rested Druid. This year I played, if you count this year as 11 bosses, I played like two bosses as disc. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't that bad. It wasn't as bad as Old Ear. What happened in Old Ear? Oh, I played a lot of disc. It was horrible. <laughs> Old Ear was just a dark tier for us all, all right? Yeah. It just, I, could, I could hear... The disdain and like pain in his voice all the way across the world. Oh, it's so bad. Is it actually it that? Just very broken. It was very broken. Like you would yeah. log over on you out and do like 30% more. Hmm. It was terrible. I managed to play through it all the way through, all dear, because I was GM of my guild and I had two disc priests that were raided with me, but yeah, even then. On some bosses, <laughs> we played three disc priests. Yeah, like uh, Mithrax. Mithrax. That was actually just disgusting. Yeah. yeah. It's been a weird journey, I think, for that one. And when we finally get around to having the Disciplined Priest show on, which may be later on in the expansion, just so like every other healer can talk about them first, and then they can defend themselves like a year from now or something. But the the journey that the True Druid has gone since Mists to Warlords to Legion and now to BFA is everyone has a bit of a back and forth and and in this whole post ian 30 minute stand-up discussion where the last couple of minutes he actually admits that they the blizzard team the devs have sort of taken away too much from specs so torty in this little opening bit here i wanted to know how has losing any direct healing like the healing touch is gone uh, i would from... take enough to warlords well, yeah, basically from from there forward, like how has been how has losing direct healing spells changed the restoration druid specifically? Anything? Honestly, I think spec got much better. Like oh. everybody else lost, I think druids got much better compared to what they were previously. Like flourish, essence of Garnier, and what flourish is now were like good additions. And healing touch wasn't even a good spell to be honest. Well, rank four healing touch might beg to differ, okay, but. Uh, We'll leave it for later. Yeah. But, so there's nothing else. Let's see. Is there anything that you would like to, I put in here, donate your bark to have back in the toolkit then, if you don't want healing touchback. Is there anything that you would like returned? Nature Swiftness, probably. Huh. Why is that? Nature Swiftness. What would you use it on? Like there's nothing else to use it on. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I was. That's what I'm curious. Like, it's only one hard cast. Hmm. Chad brings up symbiosis. Uh oh. I I don't actually like symbiosis. No. I'm gonna get crucified for this. But no, <laughs> I'm the same. I don't think it'd be one I'd bring back. Oh. Can we bring back like uh, an innovate that's not on the GCD? Does that? Yeah. I think that was my only real problem with the change from Legion to BFA. I think the spec got better as well, but the GCD changes, they didn't even really hurt us as a spec. They made it a little bit more annoying to play, not just on Innovate, but on Frenzied Regeneration as well. Like, you can't really use it as well defensively as you could in Legion. Hmm. 
So I, I would do donate my buck to get those both back off the GCD. Yeah. I'd probably go with the mushroom explosion. That that was it, it's, it was it's fun. That was pretty there, fun. Anything that makes it like a a difference between like playing good and just playing druid in itself it, is where you, I sort of want the, the spec to sort of diverge a bit. But yeah. Yeah, that's the that's the extra part that I have here. If you haven't listened to the nearly thirty minutes of Ian Hasakosa's game director of World of Warcraft talking to the camera for patch eight point two, and and it's always seeming in a way that he's just trying to put out this internet fire, but they admitted to over pruning classes and specs over the past two expansions and sort of taking away too many of the little extra pieces and parts of things that we've enjoyed over the last couple of years so those are things you like to see returned however i think his sentiment is right i think his sentiment is right i just don't think druid was one of the the classes that got hit hard by or at least for hmm. we even got suit back which is pretty good actually it's much better than it used to be at least like, yeah they give us suit back, back. Was so yeah bad. they give us suit back and made it useful in the same expansion they force it in there. Yeah, it's one of the big things for Guardian Druid coming too, is that they can cast a lot of those spells in bear form too, starting on Tuesday, which will be neat. But in cat form, you mean? Well, in yeah, in cat form. Though Barry's got a couple of things they can cast in bear form now too. I thought. Hey, what's who sits in bear form? We sit in cat form. Well, you, yeah. <laughs> it's true. But to go back on that then, Twardy, how about the flip side? Is there anything you could see removed from the spec that you don't, that Resto Drew doesn't really need right now? <laughs> Not really. I don't even know what they can remove. Hmm. No, I don't think so. I mean, if anything, they should add something, to be honest. Right. Well, if that's everyone's take, is that all their specs, I, as a Shaman player, I think since Warlords... Rusa or WordUp made like a chart of how many spells that the Shaman as a class has lost in two expansions. It was like 26 spells, I want to say. And we've gained like seven. What? Where they all go? So I think that's definitely the thing that people want is things just brought back that they just, just used to have. But I guess that brings up the counterpoint then. Is there anything that Restor Druid is too good at? Or any places where Restoration Druid's weakness shines through too much, though? Where, where do you see yourself in that argumentative point, though? Back to you, Tordy, because you seem to have that little chip on your shoulder mm. about where Restoration Druid sits right now. <laughs> well, I think Restoration are definitely too strong in Mythic Plus compared to other healers, though. I don't think they should nerf the Restoration Druids, though. I think they should buff other healers in M, because honestly, Playing some of the healer specs on most of Apexes is just terrible experience. Like, try doing Bursting on a Disc Priest, and it's actually so bad. It's like the worst M plus experience you will ever have in your life. Yeah, so I think that's the thing. Uh, Resurrects are too strong. At. I don't think we're too weak anywhere in particular. Mm -hmm. The middle of the pack in raids. Or something. I, I think for raids we're, we're fairly weak on damage output. From yeah, in comparison true. to other healers, I, th I think they could they could bring our damage output up a, a, a fair amount to make us competitive with other healers. Like I think you've got too much tied into Moonfire 
and Sunfire, and they're too expensive to cast in yeah. raid. If they were made, for, I think our damage would be fine if they they don't have to necessarily be free, but they could be 500 1k mana like a lot of other healer DPS spells. Yeah, so the, like where we can we lose out on a, a, quite a bit of healing by using the mana to like DPS where. We don't gain much DPS from it, but you get shamans, for example, where they can spend mana to DPS, but they get a huge amount of DPS, and then they've still got the cooldowns in between that. And obviously, yeah, you've got disc and holy pally, which have the best of both worlds: high DPS, high healing. Yeah, and shamans also, when they use mana, they get high tech, so it's not like they lose everything on DPS. Yeah, that's the tough part. You guys bring up damage output, and I wanted to make sure we're we're clear. It's not damage output. In dungeons, right? It's in raids, and that's the yeah, yeah, obviously. Yeah, if, if, we can, raids, yeah. if we can stand still there in DPS, we will do good damage, but that's not something you can do in raids, really. That or at least bad. not during the hard. For example, like, are you going to be cat weaving on Jane in phase three when there are 15 stacks on a raid? Probably not. No, <laughs> like, that's not going to happen. So, yeah, that's basically all the hard parts of the fights you actually have to heal there. You don't have much time to DPS. Yeah. yeah. And I've just seen someone mention in, in chat about cat weaving in raid. They, we, we can cat weave and do more DPS in raid, but then we are just arranged in melee. So you, there's, it, it doesn't break any mechanics. Like you have to do all the range mechanics while in melee or force a melee to do them. So it's almost never worth using most of the time if, if there's mechanics that are going to affect their DPS. And even then, it's not amazing DPS. It's not like yeah. you're going to pull 15, 20k single target. Being in cat, fifty percent. You're still going to get out DPS by paladin and disc priest most of the time. Yeah, it's a weird one. That'll be tough for them to figure out. Uh, you you both brought up the the uh, the the elemental shaman or restoration shaman, the lava burst discussion. That's I think that's something that Blizzard oopsied on due to the fact of the double dipping buffing of lava burst for restoration shaman. That was probably not intentional, or maybe it was. I have no idea. Is it? Are healers supposed to do thirty thousand DPS as a healer? I don't know. <laughs> that's the uh, only way to be brought. I, I think that's the only way they can get into raids now. Yeah, mm. yeah. They, they didn't like know if it was the patch. They didn't know if it was the patch, so they they are either somehow still unaware, or they're just okay with it. Tough one. Kona, we're kind of like wiggling into the healer hierarchy discussion now. In every episode, we have to sort of talk about this and bounce it around. And from your side of things, you had a a back and forth on the last couple of race to world firsts, and if you were in or out, or what healer you were on, and the, how the healing team within Method was sort of bouncing around what kind of roster they were using. So, where do you slot sort of each of the six healers? And I want to go to you to this on first because we do have a graphical. Uh, representation of healers that that Volk will present, but your argument first, please. Yeah, I, outright, I'd put Holy Priest and Miss Weaver as irrelevant for the next raid. Um, I, I don't see anywhere where they're going to be useful. I, there's like a, a rare case where you might take a monk for something very specific, but no, I, I don't think you take one. And then you've got like Shaman Druid, a, a relatively equal in the middle. Um, Shaman obviously give you the DPS, the link, the Yank totem, and Druids have got like th their burst is ridiculous, especially with um, what is it called, the uh, Overcharged Mana one, Ever Rising Tide trait. When you combine that with like Tree, Innovate, and Flourish, you, you just do like insane burst healing. Uh, and then at the top you've got <laughs> Pally and Disc, which is just like 
they're ridiculously overtuned, like overpowered. Like I don't know how they've not been nerfed from. We've known for like six months how strong they are and how strong they're going to be, maybe even longer. And they just refuse to, to take them down a notch. They can do more healing than any other healer and more DPS than any other healer with strong utility. So that them two are just. I know it, it. It tells me that they don't nerf them. But. Oh wait, they 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 did nerf discipline priest. Yeah, they they went they they put their their aura at what double? It's like minus fourteen percent or something. They were like thirty percent ahead. Yeah. But like, damn, come on, man. And and glimmer did get nerfed, Kona. Yeah, it, it did. But the, the the nerfs they give them still make them stronger than any other healer, which sort of shows how wrong the tuning was. Like originally, mm. and then it's just like the DPS that they offer is like fine that they're strong healers and they've got good utility. But when they offer DPS on top of that, which is like for for me raiding or method raiding, when when we're looking at fights, we see what healers can do the most DPS for it. Because say a priest you just knock two percent of the boss's health off from from pull. Basically, you know the boss is going to have two percent less health because you've got priest Yeah. So when you can offer that, where you can just say. Okay, we can take a Restrator that does the same healing, has less utility, and does very little boss damage. It's like a ridiculously easy choice to make when you've got players that can play each spec. Now, Volk, you have some uh, some graphical assistance for, for us and for, for chat. Did you want to bring that up real quick for us, just to illustrate? Yeah, what... I mean, we've, we've got a, a few different sort of theory crafting tools that we use yeah, when we're comparing yeah. different healers. So mm -hmm. um, one of the one of the most famous is, of course, the paint. Mm. So if I could just share this for a second. Yeah, let me here. see. So uh, yeah, let me talk through it a little bit. So uh, uh -huh. Resto Shaman, Holy Priest at the bottom. Resto Shaman has a lot of utility. So there are a number of fights you might bring them on, even if their healing isn't that good, especially on non-stacked fights. Uh, Holy Priest, we mostly ignore. Mistweaver might be able to do some cool stuff with Way of the Crane next patch, but outside of that, probably not a, not a lot of value. I think Resto Druid has some really good interaction with the new essences, and so that'll probably lock us in a, a solid third. Hang on, sorry, one second, this is too far zoomed in. Okay, so uh, then at the top here we have Holy Paladin and Discipline Priest. Uh, I would call them outliers in the current 8.2 patch. Uh, so they do the most healing while also bringing a DR cooldown and also doing good damage. So uh, be a Resto Druid, but if you're not going to be a Resto Druid, these are pretty good picks. Hmm. All right. Thank you. Uh... Yeah, so th that's, the, that's the mathematical approach <laughs> to 8.2 from what we know right now so now <laughs> i was trying to think of a way to sort of like intro the show in because the, the 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 mixing pot that we have here on the show today uh is all over the place and i was thinking of a way like if if you each were an avenger kona sticks out to me straight up he's ant-man right he's paul rudd if he's going to bring the comic relief to this and we had thought that torty was going to be professor hulk but after that I don't know. I think Volk might be Professor Hulk. Maybe, 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 Hulk. You're, maybe you're Hank Pym, actually. Are you the original Can alien? I, I was thinking if I volunteered to be Thanos, then maybe if I snap <laughs> my fingers, we could get Glimmer nerfed by 50%. Is that how it works? <laughs> <sighs> maybe. I think you'll have to let 
the internet decide that one for you. I'll have to let Dreamgrove figure that out. Oh no. No, I'm, I'm glad that Paladins are having fun with it. Like it's, uh, I don't no, think Paladins. No, I'm not, I, I, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm not at all. He's so there, there was one extra thing in there because you guys bring up like the the straight up point about the utility they bring, and Blizzard does have a way of feeling out now that the way they're balancing the game is that certain specs are really good in Mythic Plus because it's sort of a different a different meta they're in, and certain specs and classes are really good in raids, and we can see that obviously with how the all melee Mythic Plus is and how the all-ranged raids are. But from a healer's standpoint, then, you brought up Mistweaver sort of in that weird place where you guys are, where you think they are, and then Holy Paladin way at the top. And I put on here in the notes, do you think Mistweaver and Holy Paladins are the only ones, the only healers that can do the DPS while healing type of healers? I know, Volk, you have something else you wanted to add to that sort of misunderstanding that the community may be going with the whole well, like, DPS like, healing. Well, like, I think the... Yeah, I don't think that Mistweaver, at least in 8.1 and 8.15, I don't think they did DPS to heal. Like, there was hypothetically a Rising Mist build where your DPS would convert to healing, but it was never very good. And so, actually, not only do they not DPS to heal, right now at least, but it's actually one of their biggest weak points. Like, you're stuck in melee, you're not doing much damage, even if you can get 100% uptime on the boss, which you usually can't. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, I, I think that Mistweaver is kind of bottom of the barrel when it comes to being able to help out help dps and raid uh they've got way of the crane in 8.2 which could change that entirely but at least right now or if they go with a different essence i know dobbs's twitter handle now is way of the crane main so we'll have to see how that changes can't blame them yeah. like the only thing that can bring them back into relevance hmm. we'll have to wait and see so the thought bubble then if you could only bring four healers to a boss, Torty, what four would you bring? Uh, Holy Paladin and three Disc Priests? Maybe. No! <laughs> you ain't being honest. Maybe two Paladins, two Disc Priests. Depends. Hmm. Kona, do you agree? Yeah, two Paladins, two Disc Priests is, is where I'd start. I, I think maybe you can run into issues with melee where you'd, you'd swap a Paladin out for... Uh, Likely another disc priest, but hopefully a shaman or druid. But uh, the state is in, you'd probably take another disc priest. But yeah, we, we, we'll we'll see what it turns out like. But I, I think it's just going to be a, a stomp for those specs. Uh, are you leaking uh, progression strats, Kona? No, we don't really get told our, our our comps before. In case anyone does leak, like me or like Josh is josh is awful for it so we, we we don't they don't tell us anything until yeah. day of the raid really um we, we, they tell us what characters to prepare and then after that is you know they, they just say log that character and we'll log in for the raid but it's yeah in my opinion two disprees and two paladins just seems like a, a an amazing comp to bring to a fight you don't struggle with anything really like like if there's a melee mechanic you bring someone else but yeah Maybe Shaman if if Link and APT can can hold their own in that fight. Now, Volk, everything for you is upside down since you're on the other side of the opposite side of the planet. Do, do you have a different opinion on what four healers you would bring? Or 
it depends how upside down am I, am I? like are we talking holy priests and and monks in our four person comp hmm. i would probably go i'm gonna go double disc one holy paladin and one resto druid okay because we can't have zero resto druids across 12 characters but no i, I think resto brings a lot in 8.2 i think that I don't think you ever bring more than one necessarily to, to a high-end raid. If you, to be clear, if you're not method, if you're not pushing world top twenty, you can bring whatever you like. It's not going to matter that. Much. Sure. I've seen some. I don't think Glimmerdin is a particularly complicated spec, but I've seen plenty of of, of Glimmerdins do very little HPS because they don't enjoy it or they've been forced to swap by the guild, and it just never works out. Okay. Um, but yeah, even if I was designing a, a top 20 world team, I would, I'd, I'd slide in one resto druid. We're very versatile. So yeah, I, 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 I don't think it's a that. bad choice. I don't think it's a bad choice at all. But when, when you're not progressing, like bleeding edge progression, you can take, you, you can afford to like switch healers out based on who's better or, you know, what, what you think is going to be better for the fight or who plays something better. It, it, it's like talents, like it, People play different talents at different like levels of play. It's completely down to the guild, really. Now, I guess that the the counterpoint I had to that before I move us on to what everyone wants to know about the heart of Azeroth and the major minor essence discussion is the amount of healers you bring to a fight. I know there's like that sweet spot of at least four in like a twenty man mythic. Do any of you have any PTR testing? that you think that certain encounters may be like two or three healed for progression or even up to five. I know right now it's very common to do five healers going from like Cabal and then you go four on Unot, even though there was five in there at certain points. Is there anything in the new raid looking that like you need five healers? I don't know who has information on this, so. Oh, Unot was actually three, at least for the top guilds and most sure. of the lower ones. Right, okay. Yeah, I can see three being used in a couple of places. Um, or or goes, or goes with the uh, the hatchery boss. Yeah, that that boss, that one. It could seem like it's a DPS check, and healing seems relatively easy, and it's all predictable. So if you can rotate your burst properly, I, I think that could be a three heal. Um, Lady Ashvane's a, a weird one. I I missed the test on Mythic, but I know that you've got like a damage requirement and a healing requirement at the same time because the basically the longer phase last you have to soak these these big orbs that, that take that damage to the raid so you have to heal that up but the sooner you're phased you don't have them as much so you might drop a healer there or you, you could even gain like add a healer it, it could go either way okay. yeah i think lady ashvane is going to be a big one for you'll work out if you can push before the next set of orbs with your your current comp and if you're yeah. a little behind maybe you you'll add or drop a healer to compensate for it's always the weird one going back and forth because not every encounter is going to be the same layout for healers. And I know it always comes to like a kind of a sore spot that is dropping a healer is the way that you go about it. I suppose if you could just swap that healer to a DPS spec because balance druid or I don't know what the essence are going to do to feral druid, but I'm sure we'll find out. So... Volk, bring us some mathy stuff. I know I teased it earlier in the show, sort of set that up, but the major and minor essences, the Heart of Azeroth 2.0, the major system swing we're going to get on Tuesday or Wednesday in the EU is pretty massive. 
There are lots of new combinations therein of which major and then the minor, of course, associated with it. And then which extra minor you get with the 55 essence. Because we're not going to get the extra one at 65 anytime soon. But are there any yeah, I changes? I think 65 is, is irrelevant. I, right. I don't think that anyone will plan around 65 until we're looking at sort of 8.3. Yeah. 65 um, is like mid-September. Yeah, it's oh, gosh. a really? crazy grind. Yeah. Okay. It, it, it's kind of nice because it'll help guilds that are, are struggling through the raid in, in September or starting to get to the end of the raid in September. It'll give yeah. them a, a boost, an extra option. I think that we are going to have to wait until the patch to be 100% sure what essences we're going to take because they are still changing them a lot. And a few that we definitely had our eye on and that we're picking as being the strongest got... I wouldn't say gutted, but they got brought down a lot by 30-40% in some cases. And I'm expecting them to do another balance patch after Heroic Week, which is where they usually balance healers and, and everything. Yeah. But at least right now, you're probably looking at, at Lucid Dreams to begin with. And then Ever Rising Tide is a more advanced option. So Ever Rising Tide, for those who aren't familiar with it, is the one that stops your mana regen for 8 seconds. Every spell you cast gives you a stacking uh, plus healing buff. And then you get an 8 seconds of just the buff afterwards as well. Hmm. Because it multiplies your healing, it's really damn good if you're in like a Jaina Phase 3 situation and you're pushing 60-70k HPS. Like it's going to be really damn good in scenarios like that. But if you use it poorly, or if you're in a heroic guild or something, or if you have rank one of the essence still, you're going to get really bad value because the mana loss adds up really quickly. So I think we'll definitely want to have that one. You want to have it in your toolbox for when you can can pull it out in a tough fight. I think Lucid Dreams is a good catch-all. It's not bad in any raid fight. It's good for all levels of players, and it's quite easy to get. So I think those are the two that you're looking to get straight away. When the minor slot opens at 55, which hopefully won't be too long for most of us, you can start looking at options like Well of Existence, which isn't that good in a major slot, but the minor is very, very good. And so we'll have a lot more combinations we can run with there. But, but at least for the first two weeks, we're probably running Lucid Dreams for our one slot. And then once we start getting ranked two and three Ever Rising Tide, that'll become an option too. Um, they're, they're trying to position it so that every essence is good for a fight, but I don't think that's going to be the case. I think there's going to be a core set of four or five that gets used and the other five or six just won't see enough use because they're tuned too low or they just don't really match any raid fight or you're giving up too much to use them. So Lucid Dreams is, is the big pick, I think, and start working on your Ever Rising Tide as well. They both have to do with the new... Nezjutar zone, so you can kind of do them both at the same time. I think one is just rep, and one you have to level your bodyguards. Uh, so the rural world content, anyone can get them. They should be nice and easy. It's interesting. It's actually that... really weird oh. because a lot of minor essences are so much stronger than their major parts. I don't yeah, know that's that. true. In almost every case, actually, yeah. the minor is stronger than the major. It's uh, it must be intentional on their part at this point because. It, it's consistent. Yeah. Every single minor is better than the major. It's a weird design for me, but that's uh, that's what they were. You're going to eventually have three minors, and then, of course, your one major active. So I wonder if that's 
part of the way that they're being balanced. And you, you noted about well, all the... Maybe they just don't want to take big risks or something. Because if you have too strong of a major, it can interfere with balance a lot. Since a lot of them are actually multiplicative. Well, not a lot of them, some of them at least. Right. And you talk about how they're trying to make... I guess I'll, I'll make sure I'm... I was hearing you correctly. You think that they're, they're the balancing point or how they're going to be working on them, making them good for every single encounter. I hope that's not the case because I hope that you want to swap them out for different encounters. Yeah, sorry. That, that, that's what I meant. I think that they wanted every essence to have a fight that it would be good at. Like, I think oh, okay, they wanted yeah, us yeah. to swap them around like talents where all of them could be viable. And turns out that they did get them very close to talents where some of them are viable, some of them you don't touch, and some of them you always take. I think the only two you're going to be swapping are Ever-Rising Tide and Lucid Dreams. Like, for example, in fights like Conclave or Jaina, you would want Ever-Rising Tides. And for fights like, I would say, Opulence, you would probably not want Ever-Rising Tide at all. It's just completely useless trade there. I agree that those are the only two that will see high-level play. Yeah. But I think there's a, a tier below that, because Ever-Rising Tide is multiplicative for the people who are who are, are still working through Heroic in a few weeks, I think there might be some other viable options for them because I, I don't think they are going to have quite the throughput yet to make a multiplicative essence like Everizing Tide as good as it can be for Mythic Raiders. I think like the Well of Existence is actually one of the better no-brain ones. Assuming yeah. there is actually enough damage. I, I, I think it's going to be very good for early progression, at least... I'm I'm fairly sure I'm gonna take it J during pro progression, like early progression. Oh, yeah, overhealing just being like redirected is uh, really helpful. It, it saves well, mana, it saves like, everything. It's good in every fight as well. Like I don't think there are gonna be any fights where you don't want well in your minor slot. Whereas mm -hmm. like Lucid Dreams minor might might mathematically be as strong as well, but isn't as good and the same range of situations that the well miner is it's got a lot be a lot to change around because we have to remember too if you don't know yet that every part of the base azurite system as well that is currently in the game is all going to be unlocked all the time now so when you get new artifact or new azurite pieces everything is already unlocked there's no more of that grind the the grind in acquisition now is obtaining the essences and then ranking them up through those means where rank one, two, and three are all based on just you do an activity. There's a grind to it in some regard, sometimes a rap, sometimes battlegrounds. And then that is just where the power comes from. Rank four, which is more of the same, but that is a pure cosmetic one. Even though they did tease some of those in the 8.2 patch trailer. And if there's like two in the trailer, it may show off out of all of them. They were actually really impressed with spell effects because we didn't have them all. They weren't on the PTR. They weren't like data mineable. So those are really, really neat looking. So that'll add that extra little bit of flavor that we're people are looking for. Maybe it'll help a lot for certain specs. But I, I think that's a cool idea. Like, I think the yeah. legendary effects at rank four is an awesome idea. It just gives you something to do when you're done with the rest of the Yeah. Now I wanted to bring just up little goals you can shoot for. Aside from the yeah. islands one, like there shouldn't be a legendary <laughs> essence tied to islands in any way. Oh no. Honestly, the worst one is the honor one. Like, who wants to grind that oh, one? Oh god, yeah, that one too. That one's not ending up in my collection. That's going to be unlearned yeah. at the end of the expansion. Aww. We'll get it. But. From what I understand, we don't have anything tied 
two islands it's important for us, right? But none of like the main five are tied to islands. No, it's uh it's it's world vein resonance that's tied to islands. It it probably won't see use. I think we'll outscale the int buff quickly and you need quite a few people running it for it to be viable. I just if, if it's really good for your DPS, then maybe you can put it in a minor slot. But I don't know right. if it's good for your DPS. I'm looking forward to having different ways to to farm them out with so like my stream community or my guild, because different ones will be way different in how you approach them but I'm, I'm ready to jump in all the different parts of the game and, and earn them all eventually right targeted ones for raid before and then you get all the fun froofy ones later i guess but i wanted to bring up one more essence in particular because you didn't mention it at all i don't really think at least the same way that i when we looked at this a few months ago when the ptr went up the um the life binders essence the 40 seeds of anr in a raid doesn't seem that impressive but in a five-man dungeon when Mythic Plus is already reigned over by Restoration Druid, what's that going to do? do you I guys think it's just tuned it? low right now. Oh, is I it? don't see any good... I mean, I th maybe Shamans use it. Well, that's about it. Because they can't actually use any other essence as well. Hmm. I just I think for Mythic Plus, where mana is less of a concern, especially if you're a Resto Druid, since we're very, very efficient in Mythic Plus, I, I don't see seeds ever even getting close to Ever Rising Tide, at least in the major. Okay. Because this one looked ridiculous when we first saw it. I want to make sure if you give it a passing. It, it, it did get nerfed a few times. It doesn't interact with us in any way. Like The, the, the hot from the seeds sure. doesn't interact with our mastery or anything. Right. Also, some of them are going to get unused in the raid setting, unless you like use it right before some big raid damage. Right. Yeah, I don't see that. That's definitely being used at all. There should be, like Volk said, there should be different situations where you'd want to slot a different combination in and hopefully change out the active, and you're not using the same essences for the entire raid or the entire rest of this tier. So With the way Restorate the works, it's just ERT will do more, basically, if you play well. Assuming yeah, I, th I think right. their intention is for us to swap them around. I just I don't think that with the current balance that we'll end up doing that. Well, we might swap between a, a few, but okay. I don't think they've quite nailed it. If they intended us to use all eleven and swap them in for different situations or healing comps, I just I don't think it they've got it quite right for that. Which is fine. Like uh, Ever Rising Tide has a lot of depth to it, gameplay wise. Like out of all of the essences, it's probably the one that I'm most looking forward to. Mm -hmm. Some of them are completely passive. Some of them, like Lucid Dreams, it's strong. It's really strong, but it's so dull. Like, you, you hit the button every two minutes. It gives you some mana back over, over 15 seconds. Like, it's not a, it's not the pinnacle of game design, right? It's just numerically strong. So I, I hope Ever Rising Tide does stay best. Okay. Now, with that all being said, and we'll sort of bounce back and forth. This is like this big, new, major topic here. I do have plans in the future to put together a show more focused on just talking about this a few weeks from now when we learn more about how to get them and how it feels to get them and where they fit differently, right? We have gameplay of them. But for Resto Druids, to pull it back to that one, are there any new discoveries in the way of gearing that may be something you guys are to look at? Are there any different Azerite trait combinations or secondary stat shifts that you may see change with the essences coming in or is it still just highest eye level and only take these few 
Azerite traits. I don't know if any of the new raid ones. Just, just equip high level. Like, is it, I think is it's it night hold. All I've done is equip high level. But people ask me questions all the time. Like, why are your stats like this? Why are your stats like that? I just equip high level. But the one time I've changed since Nighthold was more mastery for Runat to heal the tanks. Other than that, I've literally equipped high level for everything, all content. I think it's it, they're so close together that you're not really making a difference at all. Especially if you're getting like first or something like that is helpful for progression. But yeah, for traits, I think we're going to be pretty much the same. These guys all know more about that than me, but I think you just run roughly the same. So the the big changes, of course, uh, raid traits are changing out. We don't have treacherous covenant anymore. We don't right. have bonded souls anymore. Of the new raid traits, low to the end is insane for us. If you can get a couple of other people in the raid with it, which shouldn't be a problem, gives you a big amount of flat mastery, which is good for us. And if someone with it dies, then you get a 15-second crit haste burst buff. We haven't been able to actually test them, so we don't know if that'll be cheesable with APTs or anything like that. Mm. But even even if you ignore that and just... I know, I know. But even if you ignore that portion and just take the big flat mastery, it's still really good. Uh, Arcane Heart, not quite as much. Maybe at the top end, when we're pumping like 80, 90k HPS, it might be good. But otherwise, the tuning just isn't there right now. Uh, and undulating, undulating Tides does nothing at all. The Arcane Heart will be really good for Holy Paladins in this crystal. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah, because they can help fill it with DPS, but I, at least for Resta. Can't wait. I don't, Finally, don't, they get don't, something. I don't think our Wraths are going to fill it very quickly. I'm trying to look at... A lot of the new Azerite traits aren't... You said Arcane Heart? Was that the one you just talked about? Yeah. What is it? Every... How's this read? Every 1.5 million damage and healing done, you gain omnipotence, increasing your highest stat by, I guess, 320 at the starting amount for 15 seconds, and you heal for 5% of all arcane damage taken. Right? These are the ones that are raid-flavored. So... Well, people are saying you can't take Gleamer and Arcane Heart, so you can forget about it, I guess. Hmm... Unlucky Paladins. <laughs> Actually, a lot of the new Raid Azerite is pretty bad overall. Like, uh, low to the end is good, Arcane Heart for some specs, but it's really hard to find good combinations of gear that you can use that can tangle your traits. Like, there are some Raid pieces that make you choose between, I think this is a Mistweaver one, but you've got Gem Hide and Sweep the Leg on the inner tier. You're sort of giving up four, five hundred HPS from losing a good in it, and so I think almost every healing spec is going to need to get really lucky with Residuum in one of the first few weeks if they want to build a good competitive gear set. So, good luck. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what combinations, because there'll be a there'll be a amount of them. Azerite trait combinations that may come out and you're like, oh, it's not very good. But then someone's going to break something. And I know chat was talking about, and you, you mentioned this again, loyal to the end. I don't know if we're going to see strategic deaths on fights with a person stacked with three of these or with many people in your raid stacked with these to like, combined burn phases. 
I wonder where that will actually play out if it does play out, because that's kind of a clever use of a death mechanic, I suppose. There could be limitations to it. We just don't yeah. know because they didn't they didn't let us test anything this time around. Like we've tested none of the new trinkets because there just hasn't been a vendor. So right. there's a fair so, chance that none of it works properly. That's odd, right? Because I remember for, I have not done many PTR testings because I've only been in for like two tiers. But from when I've been in before, they've, they've let us test trinkets somewhat, right? Yeah. This is this is quite unique. Yeah, every yeah. other time. They've let us test trinkets. They've just put them on a vendor outside the raid, and you just equip them and play with them. But this time, nothing. Even like the Operation Megagon stuff, you you go into the dungeon and hope you get lucky with a drop if you want to test. Right. Well, there are some parts of that that's exciting, right? So we'll we'll figure out how that will go. It'll be a bit of a lot to figure out right before the raid comes out. But we do have that period of time where we can at least. The math will be everywhere, I'm sure, and the testing will be everywhere. But whoever gets lucky with stuff, right? Because you can't really target too much. I don't think anyone's going to have enough residuum before the raid comes out. Maybe buy one piece of gear before it comes out. Maybe gamble on one or two. And if you get the new pieces, well, wait and see. And obviously all the new raid traits are only coming from the raid pieces, which you'll get a normal and heroic clears, but... There are a few Operation Mechagon-specific traits as well right. that are... Uh, I mean, they're, they're just step procs, different kinds of step procs. One only works when you use the weird trinket with the three slots, three mm -hmm. sockets. So, But yeah, they're, they're in the game. Yeah, Clockwork Heart and the Personal right. Computer Interface. Yeah. yeah, they both seem really straightforward. They both yeah, do. there's not much to them. It, it's a step proc. It's a good step proc. Most of them are good. So stat-wise, though, are you going to be making your Mechagon punch card trinket? And what two stats are you going to primarily focus on, then? I uh, I won't be using it. What? So that's not easy. Yeah, okay. Is it not that good I for think, you, then? Well, I actually think it's a very good trinket for what they intend it to be. It's a starter trinket, right? It's mm -hmm. one you can get easily. It's a fun trinket. You can socket it with different things, but... It doesn't compete with the recently buffed, which I actually I'll talk about the recently buffed BOD trinkets, and it doesn't compete with the really good trinkets from from Palace either. But it, it's a good trinket. It just it doesn't really scale with eye level, so it'll cap out pretty quickly. I think a lot of players just won't use it at all. Right. Yeah. Until there is M plus Megagon, I don't think this trinket will yeah. get used at all. At all. Mm. Well, do we? Is the punch card going to be stronger with Mythic Plus eye level, or? I would assume so. They're just drops from bosses, most of them at least. Yeah, the yeah. cards so, do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We only care and about then, cards, though, not about the yeah. music. Yeah, it should be interesting with Mythic Plus. Uh, on the topic of gearing, though, um, mm -hmm. so the, the, they're buffing all flat healing trinkets, and that includes trinkets already in the game. So if you've got a Ward of Envelopment or a Mirror of Entwined Fate, they're all doing like 40 to 50% more on the PTR. So if you've got them in your bank somewhere, or if you've deleted them and need to restore them, they're probably going to be really damn good when the, the patch is new. Now, Mirror got buffed as well. I didn't know that. Well, so did they... I wanted to... This is like a totally off, not in my notes, because that's a funny point to bring up, because this is a thing for DPS that we're now all like, what do we do with Trigger? Blizzard changed something in how trinkets scale. 
And instead of there being this convoluted, like, verse and crit interactions, and then I guess there's something with your primary stats or your whole DPS oh, calculator yeah. thing. Now it's just they, that uh, trinkets are all scaling off of just your... It's going to be crit, verse, and haste, not mastery. No, so the they just wrote that note horribly. So all trinkets prior to the oh. patch already scale. They, they already scale with crit, verse, and haste in some cases. Like, mm -hmm. it absorbs only scale with verse. Yeah. Flat heals scale with crit and verse. And there was never any primary stat scaling to it. I don't know who wrote their note, but I don't think they particularly understood it. The, the only change is that the they basically have a giant scaling table mm -hmm. in the game files, and they're changing the particular table they use for trinkets to a different one that will make them scale harder. Okay. Like it, the the all it needed to say was your trinket, your flat healing trinkets now scale harder with item level. That that that's the only thing they changed. Basically, there is just a bigger multiplayer per level. Right. I don't. I don't even know what that note meant. Like, it made no sense. Like, zero sense at all. I, that's why I wanted to bring it up to make sure that we help that information get distilled. Yeah, because... it was very confusing for a yeah. very simple note. Like, they scale better with item level. That's all you need to know, and that's so simple to put into a sentence. I don't know how they ended up with what they. <laughs> they just probably hired someone like me. That's just like that'll work. Just type it <laughs> how it is, and just say, okay, <laughs> there we go. I'll understand that for sure. Yeah. But <laughs> they did. And that's the one thing that's interesting too about, about Druid. Outside of potentially if there's like an on-use trinket that has something a little bit extra that you need to use for a certain phase, then yeah, you'll just use highest high-level trinkets. But from a DPS point, and we'll get into those as the DPS shows come up during 8.2, there are some trinkets now that the the math crafters are like, oh. Because before we were like, ah, forget about it. But now, because on certain specs that have different scaling amounts or like rogues and havoc demon hunters with kind of ridiculous amounts of secondary stat scaling, certain trinkets that you wouldn't consider now are considerable. But that's for the math people to figure out and then for us to read and go from there. Yeah. Suddenly that music box is looking really good. Oh, the... <laughs> Just the proc that heals randomly, yeah? yeah. I, uh, I, I checked, it's the only one that isn't looking good. Oh. <laughs> nice. I was so hyped, I have 420 in my priest. <laughs> Actually, Voodoo Totem as well. Uh, Voodoo Totem isn't looking very good after the change, but uh, all the other flat healing tricks. <laughs> Are we flaming the music box now? Yeah. Unfortunate. So then, to distill that down then, a question that came up in chat, and it's in the notes as well. So what major minor combination are, are you suggesting that your fellow restoration sham, uh, restoration druids, or he healers in general, because I asked it might be more across the board, which healers go for what? What are you going to go for first, Volk? What do you suggest people go for? I mean, alright, so you get Crucible of Flame from the very first quest, so uh, right. you'll have that first. You'll not use it for very long. Uh, you'll pick up rank one of ERT and rank one of Lucid Dreams on pretty much your first couple of days. I really wouldn't recommend using rank one of Ever Rising Tide, like with the mana cost, m maybe a Mythic Plus, but at least if you're finishing up Jaina or something like that, then okay. with a 3% scaling buff and no haste portion, you're just not, most of the time, unless you're really blasting, you're going to do negative healing out of it. Like the mana cost isn't going to outweigh 
the healing you do. And so I would recommend uh, Lucid Dreams for the first couple of weeks. Okay. The use on Ever Rising Tide, it's eight seconds now, right? So it's like 3.6k mana each use, which is pretty, pretty much a, a lot of mana. Like should, be, should be 6.4k. Yeah. Wait, why is 6.4? Did 4k for five seconds, so 800 which, per second? Yeah, which one we're looking at? Yeah, I'm looking at the... Yes. Yeah, yeah, 6.4. Okay, yeah, 6. it's actually 4, insane yeah. mana cost. And 6.4k isn't too bad when you're talking rank 3 and you get 10% haste and 4% uh, stacking buff, but when you're looking at rank 1, like the mana cost is still just as punishing. But you're no longer getting a big upside from it. Yeah, it's so it's so expensive. You'll collect it, but you you probably won't use rank one ever rising tide at the beginning. This okay. is for <laughs> resto druid as well. Like uh, other healers will will differ a little bit. Like uh, as a mist weaver, you probably want to pick up conflict and strife so you can get wave the crane. Just if it's good, then rank one can carry you a long way since it doesn't scale well with rank. Because I'm pulling up the. The essence is here on Wowhead right now, and you guys talk about how long it lasts. Currently, it looks like Ever Rising Tide lasts ten seconds. Yeah, Wowhead is a few. Yeah, Wowhead's a few patches behind on a, a just, behind. just a couple of the items. It is. Tips. It is eight seconds then. It is. Eight, it's eight seconds on both portions. You get eight seconds to stack it up, and then you get like okay. the last spell you cast will give you an eight second buff. Yeah, that's actually a huge nerf. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, but before that, like that was just gonna be our essence. I don't think you'd ever swap it out. Now it's a <laughs> yeah. Now you have to be a little bit more particular. Okay. Now to end this little segment here, uh, Tordy, I'm going back to you on this one first, and I want each of you to throw your sort of hat in the ring or throw your prediction out there. So the next healer show I'm gonna have might be like almost two months away. Due to like the new tier coming out and people's schedules changing and blah 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 blah. But where do you think the healer meta will be once we're deeper into the Rise of the Jara patch cycle? Do you think anything's going to change from where it is now, or do you think your whole holy paladin discipline priest, you know, is going to be the yeah. is all be all? Yeah, I think like your core is holy paladin plus disc priest. If you don't have those two, you're probably trolling. Uh <laughs> And after that, you can either bring more of them, All right. or if you're feeling really adventurous, you can use Rest of and Monks, and maybe bring a Shaman to APT something. Maybe bring a Shaman to APT something. Is that yeah. all they are, are to you? Yeah, I think that's it. Like, they get nothing from Essences. I don't even know what they're going to use with Essences. Like, they're just terrible. Hmm. Like, everybody gains something, then. Shamans are discussing what damage essence they would use <laughs> to kill people. <laughs> really? I didn't know that. Uh oh. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Okay. I, I think that's going to be it. Like, and if you're a holy priest, you should press N and respect. <sighs> All right. That's Tordy's prediction. Volk, what about you? What is your? Are you sticking to that, or do you think something's going to shift up crazy? No, I I don't think the meta is going to change. I, the only chance that it would would be if they do tuning at the end of Heroic Week. Uh-huh. But I just I don't think that it's likely. And so I think we will end up where we are right now, where Holy Paladin's really good, Disc Priest is really good. 
and Resto Druid's a pretty solid third. Okay. Which is not at all a bad place to be at all. Like that's ideal. Third in raid, first in mythic plus. I'll I'll take that. <laughs> all right, Cohen, are you gonna predict anything ridiculous, or are you sticking with that? I'd say I'm I'm roughly the same. It, I think Druid could come on strong. They've got a few fights in the tier that that they they seem to do well on, but without the damage in, input, then. Yes, it's hard to call like where they would be, but I, I think come lay on in the tier with kills that are progressing at later. The the want a druid as a core, mm -hmm. but I I still think um, disc and pally that without any major changes they're going to be the the standout too. Um, yeah, yeah, the thing but, about damage you need to know that if you're progressing later, like way later than method, then sometimes your damage isn't even needed. Like for example, I didn't even DPS on phase one owner because we'd have to stop DPS. Like I would just hold back to like so that our DPSs don't complain. Right. So they, so yeah. Exactly. And but un unlike Volk, I, I would prefer Druid to be absolutely trash in Mythic Plus, just so it was like top in raid for once. Like I would put it in the bin for Mythic Plus, just completely unusable, just for it to be good in raids. Uh. But yeah, that's just me. So you kind of go disc priest there, right? Where you're like you're number one or number two in raid, and just not nowhere near as competitive for mythic plus i don't know if i'd prefer that i, I don't mind things the way hmm we'll have to wait and yeah. see what if one of the major essences and major minor combinations all of a sudden holy priests like the best healer all over the place what if you never know they they need some essence that scales really well with mastery otherwise right. i don't see that happening yeah yeah, they've literally just got the utility and damage going for them. But even then, it's negligible. You can just replace it with something else. All right, so. really serious question then, before we take a little break so you guys can walk around a little bit. And uh, if you need to, step away while I plug all the things. This is a serious note, all right, chat? This is this is basically a question for you and every other wrestler druid out there. And if, if they answer this incorrectly, again, this is where you roast them in Dreamgrove. Do you heal in treant form or caster form? Caster form. So actually, my heal thinks I heal in cat form. I've heard that before, yeah. Especially in Mythic Plus, right? You just don't heal your team at all. Yeah. Well, okay. the most efficient healing spell is a rebirth. Think about it. 100% of their HP goes down and they, they rest with 100%. That's like 200% in one global. <laughs> Yeah, I, I raise in cast form because I've got Druid tier 3, so I've got to share that off. You do. Uh, I, I, I really like that yeah. yeah. I don't think I've used Treant form since BC. It used to cut your movement speed in BC, right? Like, it'd give you a bit of a healing increase, but you moved 10% slower, and now we're the most I mobile here. hated Treant <laughs> Probably my most hated ability Druid's ever had. Yeah, yeah so uh, we, we, we all heal in cast form. Okay. I do like the, the note that Cordy says I heal in cat form, and then of course I look over at chat. Smack that life bloom and go cat. Accurate? <laughs> Accurate. It sounds like. They gotta use the old, what are they, like the old pizza finger triad form. You gotta glyph it, go for it. And you can role play as Darnassus. Mm. I don't like that. 
don't like that. Yeah, are you role-playing as Teladrasil? So none of you here will transform. I was so happy when I got removed in Revolution. Oh, as I the actual celebrated. form, you mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, purely cosmetic now, unless you take Tree of Life, and then you're Broccoli Man. Tree of Life is good. Tree of Life I like. Yeah. Like I, I'd happily heal full-time in that, but Tree yeah. I, no. And I've got one thing with Tree of Life. I don't know if this is just me, but does Zandaloy have a smaller tree? Because yeah, when I pop into it, Tree, yeah, my form is smaller than my regular it. form. I think oh, they're, they're fixing, fixing that in 8.2, actually. Yeah, oh, I think you'll be right. you'll be full size again, Connor. Oh, actually, that, what? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> on Jaina Mythic, right, I was playing just, I, I, I think it was Taran, a high mountain Taran, and my tree form was huge on the intermission. So if I popped it, I'd struggle <laughs> to see, like, the, the orbs coming towards me to freeze me. So when I rerolled Zandalorian, it's all of a sudden smaller. It's the nicest thing in the world because it's, it, you're no longer baited by mechanics. You're just, you're just a regular character. Uh-huh. There's actually another bug with Zandalari. Zandalari Moonkin, well, at least there was, like, the first week we were on Jaina, and I cast Regio for our Moonkin. There was this huge animation for half my screen. Like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Just stop. Stop rejuvenating him because it, like, interfered with seeing anything. That's funny. So, yeah, fixed on Tuesday with everything else. Alrighty. We have some FAQ canned questions and some Q&A from you guys in chat if you would like to prepare those questions for the second half of the show. But real quick, again, I wanted to thank everyone for tuning in today. I know there's been a bit of a, of a delay on getting these shows out there, but with the way everything is in the IRL and I set a slate for how the shows are going to roll out, I can't just keep flip-flopping them. I already flip-flopped them enough, but it depends on the guests and we have that working out. So next Sunday should be the Shadow Priest show. I was trying to get that a little earlier, closer to when uh, Crucible of Storms was more of the hot topic because you just stack Shadow Priest and win on that fight. But we'll talk about Shadow Priest next Tuesday after 8.2, which is after their bit of a nerf they are, they are receiving, unfortunately, or well to do. We'll talk about that next week. And then the Sunday after that, I'm trying to put together sort of a Wowhead special show where we will talk about a lot of things we figured out at any point too after it's been out for two weeks. We'll talk about the essences more in depth. We'll have some like healer, tank, and DPS discussions on like what combinations people are figuring out are working really well and different Azerite stuff. Sort of like a primer in 8.2. That's on the horizon there. But uh, this show right here is not only made possible by your support out there on the internet, but also by my sponsors over at Corsair and Elgato. But first off, I have to make sure if you guys are looking for any bits and bobs and pieces and parts for an upcoming build, I am doing a huge rebuild and update for the dual PC setup and a new room that in my house I'm putting together. And so much of that is being made possible by all the different stuff at Corsair. I've got a new case, new keyboard, a new mouse. I'm wearing a new headset and I have a secondary headset I'll be using soon. I've got custom cooling coming in. If you are a real big cooling nerd. If you haven't seen the new liquid cooling blocks that Corsair has put together, I just, you should go check that out. The link is, of course, down below to everything Corsair and any purchases through the link down there. Support what I do here. And then, of course, Elgato. Uh, I don't know if you know all the different parts that Elgato has, because a lot of what Elgato makes is very streamer forward. However, there are a whole lot of extra accessories that you may not know about that can help complete those builds even though i'm actually really jealous i want the new mounted green screen for me that's just a, a me thing <clears throat> but that is 
for a later date. But those links are down below. And of course, that supports what I do here. Even if you're going to check in stuff out, you haven't looked at the what they have going on, then you can click those like links down below right here on Twitch or on YouTube. They're linked down below in the description box, of course. If you're listening to this on audio only, so Google Play Music, iTunes, or Stitcher Radio, then you have to come to the website. You can go there and you can click the buttons over there because it's audio only. And I don't even know how to control that stuff. That just kind of happens. Additionally, there was one more thing I have to talk about. There's this little thing called Discord. You may have heard about it. With the patch coming out for 8.2, I thought I wanted to throw a little something together. So this will be starting very soon. I'm doing a big old giveaway with the collector editions of Battle for Azeroth, two of them. And then Discord, I reached out to them, we talked about it. So they've got some hoodies coming in and 10 Discord Nitro keys. There'll be a post in my Discord that you'll be able to react to, to be able to enter into this. And when I post this image, this, I can't go backwards because my brain is broken. That image right there. <laughs> when I post that on social media, you'll be able to join my Discord. Link's down below right now too, either on YouTube or right here on Twitch. If you want to be taking part of that. And then I'll sort all that stuff out in my Discord channel. So yeah, it'll be... It's two unopened collector's editions of Battle for Azeroth. And then two Discord hoodies and ten Discord Nitro keys provided by Discord. Two? Two? Yeah, two pips will win the CE. Yep. Indeed. Yep. They're unopened. I don't know how I, I landed on so many extra... Because I already had a collector's edition myself, but... Everything in it is still in the, the box, and it's all sealed up and everything. And I thought, might as well give them away 8.2. People might be returning to the game because it's been a weird, weird, weird place. But if you want, like, the book and the novel and all that kind of stuff that comes with the collector's edition, give them away in my Discord. 8.2? Question mark? Oh. Hmm. But that's all for you guys. For just helping me do what I can do and keep this show rolling. And, uh... If you missed any part of the show, of course, I archive it on YouTube. And then the audio-only stuff is linked either on my website or you can just go to uh, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Stitcher and just type in Final Boss TV. And you'll just subscribe to the podcast there. The Patreon BTS podcast as well, for those that are supporting the show over there. That's actually an RSS feed plugin you can hook into your, your uh, podcasting app as well. And you can get those fed to that as well. Auto shutdown initiated. Auto shutdown initiated. <laughs> That's my headset telling me I need to unmute. And Volk, you good? We back? Auto shutdown cancelled. <laughs> you are. Okie doke. I didn't know that was even going to be... I, I'm surprised I even heard that. Usually that is muted. That's funny. I have a smart headset. Shh, quiet you. Your quality content. Base shutting down. No. Not at all. The AI is taking over. Absolutely. So if you have questions now, is the time. You can toss those questions out in chat. And we will weave those into the next next bit of show. Oh yeah, I mean, for, vet them first, Torty. Alright? There is no way there are any troll questions in Twitch. I'm not gonna ask every single one. Well, yeah, unless you want to answer all of them, then by all means. 
But the first one I wanted to bring up here while we get started while chat catches up a little bit is which Legion artifact skin is your go-to, Kona? Uh, I don't actually know which one. I'd get my transport mount and I'll tell you. I think it's like the uh, the challenge mode one I used for a while. Mm -hmm. But it's a... Uh... I don't actually know. I don't know. It's the just the uh, standard one. Actually, I think I went for just the standard druid one. I, I really like the uh, like druidy feel of it, so I, I just picked that with my tier three for like the entire tier legion. I think when I had it, the big stick. Yeah, I, I just use the scythe now from Argus, the red one, with my tier three, which doesn't really match. But oh, interesting about the whole Argus scythe. What's this guy over? Tordy, what are you using over there? I... <clears throat> That's actually a mistake. I should have used the red one. The image he sent me has the blue Argus scythe, and I'm like, that's not a druid stick. I changed it when I swapped to Zandalari. Uh, I think I forgot to change it back. Okay. Do you have a, a, a Legion artifact appearance then for Gahanir that you like then, Tordy? What do you go to? I don't remember where they are, to be honest, from like... I remember how they look, but I don't remember specifics on how you get them. I only remember the Mage Tower one, the old one, the absolutely terrible. Oh, Vault, yeah, do you have I... one that's that's a special place in your heart, then? I uh, I like the challenge mode one. I use the white version of it, like the... I, th I think that's it, the one with the owl on the end of a stick. Is that the challenge mode one? That's the one that I... I think so. I'm going to pull up right now. So you can look at all of them right here. The owl on a stick. Is that? I think that's its official name. Mm. Let me look. Doesn't even look like a rest of stuff. It looks like a monkey stuff. But the rest yeah, of it, 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 it kind of does what? a little bit. But like, even though challenge mode got easy near the end, like at least at first it meant something. It might have only taken us a couple of hours, but like, I don't know. I like I like the Mage Tower challenges. I I thought they were really really. I don't know if Chat had any ones they wanted to add as well. Yeah, Mage Tower one coming in. Let me see. It's actually hard to find this older stuff. There's so much information to dig through. Appearances. I keep getting the cat ones. Which is funny, I'm trying to look for the Restoration Druid ones, and they keep <laughs> keep landing on the cat ones. Because you guys are mostly in cat form all the time anyway. But, let me double check here. What do you have for me, chat? Oh, why are you all wrong about Treant form? Ooh. Uh-oh. So Treant form actually costs you a GCD, and I used to have a Resto Druid in my old raid team that every time he popped out of it, he would spend that GCD to go back into Treant form. We could be in the middle of damage, and he would... You'd just see this tree running across the... Every <laughs> single time he'd spend the GCD on Treant form. He, uh... He did not last long. Well, but... Jesus Christ. You would do it before combat. You'd do, but then if you change to cat or bear form... This... True. Halfway through combat, then you need to change back into it. You're not wrong. And he did, like, consistently. <laughs> so you just keep seeing him go in and out of tree four, you're just yep. like, oh, the globals. People dying, his swift mend off cooldown, and he'd pop into tree ant form instead of saving them. Oh no. That's too bad. 
Oh, gosh. I'm not asking anyone. I think any question that is directed at Kona, he has to vet first. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a few questionable ones. Now, there's a question about Prosperity and Mythic Plus and when you should use it. Oh. Um, yeah, so it's a question that gets asked a lot on Dream Growth, uh, which like, the, the mods have to deal with all the time. But basically, the argument is for, for players that use it, the, the specific bosses like... Um, first boss in King's Rest or the the captains in Freehold where yeah you can see a reason to use it and honestly I have no problem with people using it or even recommending people to use it there because it's like what we said about the uh, the, the class balance in raids for a lot of people you you have like worse players you could take or whatever or worse classes so say if you wanted to take a druid over a paladin you could at a later stage and when people aren't playing their classes properly or as well as should be, then these alternative talents work for, for some people and don't work for others. So I, I think you can take Prosperity and Mythic Plus and, and have success with it. But it might not be the optimal, but for, for a lot of specific people, it, it, it could be optimal for them. Just to outplay their, their misplays, if you will. It's funny, I think I brought this up before in the just the base healing show you're going over just from here stuff that i i think i remember talking about how scenario ward never saw much use and now all of a sudden it is just the go-to in that tier oh it was uh, like the go-to talent entire legion it still was yeah, yeah. like it, hmm. in, in, in mythic plus you would take abundance a lot in legion because you'd get a hundred percent regrowth crit which you don't get out of it now since they reworked the talent but scenario ward was always the raid choice yeah, Bandos got returned to be more raid-oriented. It's like mana reduction as well now. It's not too good, but like, it's okay. I mean, it, ultimately, one... ultimately it's one tier of talents. Like, Prosperity yeah. is pretty damn bad, but... It's, it's oh. hard because people attribute a lot of their success or failures to... I'm gonna one get talent choice. Okay, so most of the time when people start arguing it, there's, they say like prosperity and soul of the forest and like three growth tendons is better than snare and like, come on, man, you can't compare two talents and three traits to one talent. That's not how it works. I mean, you can take prosperity. I don't mind. Actually, we had a discussion with JB. I think it was a long time ago, to be honest. And he was actually defending it in some cases. And I could see the cases. There were, I think one of the cases was start of mother load the first uh, small mobs that throw random ranches and what was the other one i think it was start of the shrine like some mobs to random cast some people i don't remember their names i'm really bad with names yeah i, I can see it being used i just i personally don't like it i think yeah, a lot of people I... put it in the wrong situations as well like there are a lot of situations that are just really really bad for prosperity and people try and recommend them for those well, as well the worst prosperity is the first boss in king's rest actually like that's just a terrible case yeah. for prosperity but the thing is some people do prefer it there because they don't use the other talents properly so it, it works out as a better talent for them because they are misplaying the game i think use the balance bad <laughs> Yeah, people do that for sure. Like they're just sitting there DPSing or not having enough regives out, or there's, there's all sorts of reasons why people think prosperity is better for them or it has worked I think, for them. 
I think you put yourself in a better position, especially as a Discord, by trying to coach people the better way to play rather than going, okay, you're not good enough to use the right talent. So mm. here, use this worst yeah. one because it'll be because you play better. I think you end up much more productive if you try and help them. Like, why are they using Scenarian Ward poorly? Can we help them to use it better? Are they not planning their cooldowns out for the fight? And that, that's very possible that they are. And so I guess I'd rather take that approach and we, we teach them rather than going, okay, use this bad talent because it's easier. Yeah, you know, I, I agree that you can teach people to, to do it, but at the same time, other people just refuse to learn and they'll just argue for like an hour. Prosperity is better, prosperity is better, all out. I mean, for them, it might be. But. You help the people that are open to being helped, right? You're always going to have some people that are, are too stubborn or not interested in learning. And fine, we're not we're not here for those people. We're here to help the people who who are here looking for. There was actually one good question in chat. Can we close this prosperity shit? I'm actually not to discuss it for. No, go for one, it. One one base kit change to make druid move into paladist shaman tier for a longer period of time, multiple tiers. That's actually a good one. I'm not sure. Sorry, what was the question? Uh, what one base change to our kit you would make to move us to tier one for a long period of time, like not for this. Tier. Yeah, I honestly think it'd have to be something to do with absorbs or damage reduction. Like a, a massive utility spell would would be required. Because that that's like, even if we lack in damage, if we bring something that's this like fight changing to a comp, you, you'd you'd get in regardless. Yeah. What that would be, this doesn't already exist. I don't know. I think just reducing mana cost on some fire moon fire will do a lot of good. To be honest. On a lot of fights, you don't even need that much damage reduction, or the fight is too spread to use most of the damage reduction effects mm -hmm. properly. A, a wrath effect onto our hots could could work well. It's like a, it encourages you to spam wrath more. You get it, it works similar to, in, to how atonement works, but you're still you're gaining DPS and you're still not losing out on healing as much as you would. I think I think though all you're doing there is saying okay, Rissadruid isn't top tier, so let's give it stuff that the top tiers already have. So I think everything just gets really close together. If you go okay, let's give Rissadruid a a DR and an atonement like spell. Like we've already got disc freeze and even paladins behave similarly, and so I would yeah. rather they think of but that's a what different them, way to push. That's us what sets up them apart as, as high tier because they can. They can put absorbs on people. They can reduce damage taken. Like Devil War is just insane. And then you get rapture or like the shields that they give, and then the burst from disc. I don't know. There's they're, they're obviously not, obviously they're, they're very good. Of these reasons, but. Mm -hmm. I I agree. But like Restojo just becomes a variant of disc priest if you give us absorbs and you give us dr. Like at that point, there's nothing separating us, and you literally just take whichever does the most numbers. It's a tough one. I think ever since I've been doing healer shows since probably Warlords, it's always been that, and it was worse before when Holy Paladin also had a bunch of absorbs as well, because so much of your healing is healing over time, right? It's all hot based. And that's one of the reasons why Rester Druid is so strong in Mythic Plus is because you can put up a ton of hots and then just go cat form. And then your heals keep going for 12, 15, 18 more seconds when you're just kind of like doing your own thing, adding to the damage. And 
it's funny how that doesn't seem to work the same. I know before we were starting the show up, if you weren't here chat when we were doing the mic tests, there was a bit of bit of shade being thrown at Discipline Priests in Mythic Plus and how they like they just can't deal with some things because if they can't DPS, they can't do anything. It's Shadow Men spam, I guess. So that's funny how that differentiating point from healers comes in, whereas one is so much stronger in this form of content and one is so much stronger in this one, right? Mythic Plus versus raids, five man versus essentially 20 man. But that's... I don't think Blizzard wants that to change, though. But we'll see how the essences and everything shake everything up. Yeah, I, I think Blizzard... Combo. They poked through a uh, an attempt to nerf our mastery at the beginning of BOD that looked uh, like an attempt to counter us in, in Mythic Plus a bit, and then it it disappeared from their PTR notes, and we just never heard of it again. Which which was very good because it was absolutely the wrong way to go. But yeah, it at least showed to me that they kind of don't like it, even if they haven't taken an attempt to fix it since. Right. Yeah, I, I think the 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 very happy with how the balance is. I'd say because they understand that like druids are strong in in Mythic Plus, and they're they're not the strongest in raids. So. The way that I think they look at balance things is if they're strong somewhere else, they don't have to be as competitive elsewhere. Mm. So because we're strong in Mythic Plus, they just won't put us up to this level in raids where we can compete with other classes, which, which is fair enough. So Disc being strong in raids and absolutely awful in Mythic Plus, you know, <laughs> this you've got, you've got to have some sort of balance somewhere where a class is strong. But, but yeah, it, it's just unfortunate that Mythic Plus, for, for, for my, from my perspective, Mythic Plus, I don't want us to be strong in raids. I do. Or Mythic Plus, I don't carry the way, rather. Right. does speak to Risto's strength, though, that, like, you do play Risto in Raid. Like, you, you played Risto for all of, of Una. You might very well play Risto for a lot of the new Raid bosses. So it, it's... And that, that's at a world first... That's at a world top two level. And so... <laughs> that's clearly, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> clearly, Druid is... At least can hold their own in Raid as well, even at that top level. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. There was specific niches on Unat where, where Druid worked. Oh, I agree, and I think yeah. Disc Priest and Holy Paladin will fill a larger range of fights, but at yeah. least we still have some, some decent reasons, and, and we're a decent all-rounder too. So the, the, I don't think there's a single fight where Resto Druid is, is awful either, like there definitely is no. for some other it, specs. It's, it's very well balanced right now, and, 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 and an easy pick to bring into your raid. The majority of guilds won't be able to, to put out two Discs and two Paladins, and in Almost all situations, Druid's probably a third. But excluding where Shame and Utility will just trump what can, Druid can do. I think Mythic Plus reached the same level uh, arenas were in TBC. Like, at some point, you can't just balance both at the same time. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's, it's not really possible. Yeah. So a lot of players are only interested in one and not the other, clearly. Mm -hmm. like You can see a lot of Top and plus players actually almost don't raid or raid at some super casual level, like killing one three mythic bosses for like early easy loot in pugs. How about then... oh, go ahead. Yeah, go go. What about uh, when you are doing your war campaign or world questing or doing stuff solo? Do you guys go feral or balance or what? What what sub spec? Of Druid, do you do you go to? I I stay Rista. So we have a what? PvP talent called Master Shapeshifter, that increases our damage by twenty five percent in cat form, 
and it's actually insane. Like, I, I realized that I would do more damage if I swapped to Boomkin or Feral, but if I stay Resto, then I'm immortal, so I can leave Warp Mode on, and I can you can 1v1 almost anyone as Resto with Master Shapeshifter. Right. So you're safe. Your DPS is still competitive, and I don't have to bother changing specs and adding all my keybinds back to my bar, so it's convenient. <laughs> so you just stay Resto. I stay Resto. Master Shapeshifter is so good. It might even be more than 25% now, but you put out some damage. Like, mobs will still die in a few seconds, and you can pull as many as you like, like Guardian. Hmm. Kona, what do you do? Uh, I usually spec into Boomkin, but it, it depends if I'm doing something else. So, like, I, I play RuneScape a lot of the minute, so if I need to do a world quest and I'm playing RuneScape, I'll just queue up in the group find and probably AFK it, or, yeah, it, it, if, if I'm tryharding, I'll go Boomkin, but a lot of the time I AFK world quests, or just do, like, a, a little bit here and there. Terrible! <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's the flex guide. When he was doing three characters, he, he would just, he told us all, you queue up for a group, or you make the group yourself auto-invite on, and you just, people will just cycle through, and you can just sit there and, and, and let people do their world quests. Fair enough. Tordy, what do you do? <laughs> I do the Ms. Munkin. Yeah. Only Munkin. Yeah. I didn't even try Resto. I don't, I don't have War Mode activated, to be honest. You don't so have War Mode? I, then how are you, you're missing out on all that AP! <laughs> I don't feel like, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I can take the 10% hit. Just dying is more annoying. Oh, wait, do you... I'm not Night Elf anymore. I can't be running from Graveyard. Did you say dying? You don't want to... Horde is so outnumbering in War Mode. You, How are you ever threatened? Mm. Oh, sometimes there is like 20 Alliance. Just entire raid going at you. I'm not really enjoying to be honest. And there is barely anything you get. Uh, I completely forgot about War Mode when we had to do the uh, grind for BOD. That was awful, actually. Come I complained on. about it every single day. Did you like not have it on, or you had it on? And it was. A no, I had war mode on because obviously oh. you get the the AP again, and we needed it because we was farming a lot before. Yeah. The AD. Oh, is it? Oh, is it? You know, we was farming a lot for one of them, and we you would just get killed and killed and killed. Like at some point, it's like, is it worth it? It's, it costs you a little bit extra time to get the extra AP, so it is worth it because the AP doesn't exist elsewhere. Oh, there was uh, a yeah. There was a comment in chat that was to go on the back of how you guys were breaking down Restoration Druid's hierarchies across the game right now. So it's strong in Mythic Plus. Sure. Meh in raids. But then broken AF in PvP. Is that correct? None of you guys know. I don't PvP at all. <laughs> yeah. I, I hear we're pretty good in PvP, but that's... I hear we're pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think we're good. Last time I PvP'd was Wrathfulish. Like, seriously PvP'd. Yeah. Rest this expansion, I only did it for like, you know, first two weeks to get uh, weekly boxes. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, just by kit design, I think we're strong in PvP. So you can bear form. You Obviously, you got your cat form. You got uh, your dash, your, your wild growth, and then a lot of personals. And then your hots can just take on people while you CC'd. Mm -hmm. So by design, we're, we're strong in PvP. But yeah, yeah, it, it's how it goes. PvP also has different auras. Like, they can actually in PvP and not touch anything in PvE. They can just give you 10% more healing in PvP. I mean, why does it have to affect PvE at all? I don't know. And I, I wish it was the same case for M Plus, to be honest. Like, some specs really needed some healer specs. We went back through chat looking for questions. There was that... Uh... 
suggestion came through. You were talking about different utility or like a, a raid cooldown that Resto could have. Even though Trank with the new mastery interaction is definitely a step forward compared to where it used to be. Even though you still can't move with it. Oh, now it's becoming a copy pasta. My idea. Uh-huh. The uh the wall of treants. I don't know if that's something that is that something from the Dream Grove though? Is that is that a Dream Grove thing? I don't know what it sounds. I just put it that way, not smart. I can't use the worst words in Dream Grove anymore. Oh. I'm reformed, not toxic. You're reformed? <laughs> I used to be I, a bring that copy pasta to Dream Grove now though. That's pretty good. I like it. Yep. <clears throat> you got there. That was a pretty innocent one though. I'm trying to vet certain things. That one didn't seem to be really that bad. Uh I have on here you, too. You can't make things that are so overpowered and over the top, to be honest. Yeah. I mean giving us a bit more damage in raids. Uh, without using that much mana is a lot more reasonable than giving us a great wide damage reduction or oh gosh there's the there's the obligatory follow-up question or <clears throat> are any of you going to be playing OG vanilla in classic Kona are you going to play classic um I know there's a few like ballpark ideas kicking around in method right now of playing a classic and i'm not sure what i'd play I, I i thought warrior for a while because it's very low maintenance and you're just broken for like three tiers is it but i think i'd probably play resto druid just just to you know play it. i enjoy it and i think it'd still be good to uh play there but i, I don't know if i'll play classic i'll either play on na with some friends and and streamers or i'd go with method on eu if something does happen but nothing's decided yet. Well, you, Volk? Probably not. I played the beta for a little bit, and uh, it was not... Hmm. I, uh, I understand, yeah, for, for uh, not for me, obviously. I, I think if people can have some fun with it, that's fantastic. I think it'll draw a lot of people back to World of Warcraft in general, but uh, at least it wasn't for and then, uh, and then, Torty, if you could be any type of grass Pokemon, which would you be? I have never watched Pokemon, so I have no <laughs> idea. <laughs> no? <laughs> okay. No. Dang. No Pokemon. Unfortunate. Are you going to play Classic, though? I will probably try it. I don't think. I'm not sure I will stay through it. Like, I've, I've played Classic when it was current, and I was a lot younger, obviously. I'm not sure I can handle the grind, to be honest with you. Like, just leveling is... Yes. Yeah, the grind is huge. It took me like three hours to get to like level 12 or something. But I, for me, I can just like stream it or just play in the day because I don't work at the minute. So it's not too bad. I'd, I'd only be playing WoW anyway. Or like some other game. So it's, it, it could work out all right. I think if you get past the early levels and you just get ahead of the pack sort of thing, you, you can yeah, enjoy it. Well, well, if it... you're a druid, early levels is like 25 until you start doing any damage and kill. That's yeah. a long time. Yep, I played a, a vanilla. That was my original character. was a vanilla uh, druid. Played Resto all the way up till Nax. Then I went OG Boomkin. 
Because my guild wanted the insect swarm debuff for the 2% chance to miss the tanks. Because they needed that to help them survive. Because one of the worst ideas I've ever heard. That, that's vanilla for you. That's 15 years ago. 13-ish years ago. The game's changed. Yeah. Imagine relying on 2% miss chance for oh, tanks to survive better. Yeah. So do any of you we actually... Came up with it. Do any of you actually play any other MMOs right now? Or maybe other games, like big RPGs that uh, have healing roles? Do you gravitate towards those in other games? Or, I mean... Kono straight up said if he played classic, he wouldn't even play Druid. He'd play Warrior came up first. So, I'm not the first person to ask, but I don't know if anyone else dabbles in other MMOs So, I, I, I play other MMOs, and I play other stuff with support roles, like MOBAs, but I don't support in anything but WoW. Like, I, I uh. love healing in WoW. I would never play anything else in WoW. But if I'm playing a non-WoW game, if I'm playing Final Fantasy or League of Legends or HOTS or anything like that, I just... Support is my my least favorite role. I, I, I don't know why it clicked so hard for me in WoW, but I think the WoW healing style is just my favorite across all the games by far. Like I just I love healing in WoW, and I just I never get the same thing from other games. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the same as you. I I don't think other games do it the same as WoW when you're healing. There's just WoW something different. Well, yeah, yeah. WoW is it, healing it's really very well. Um, like I play League, I just play Jungle, and then RuneScape is is what I play. I, I tried healing in the old Final Fantasy, I think FF11, and I enjoyed that a little bit. I've not played the new one yet, which a lot of people I think are playing right now. There's a new uh, content update coming, so it, that could 14. be one to try out. Yeah, I've heard that's a that's a, quite a good game to play right now for raiding. You're talking about the grind being real. The grind is also pretty real in that game up to a certain point, so you're not going away from it. But uh, Tordy, you didn't you didn't have any Pokemon reference. So, but do you play other games than than World of Warcraft? Then in that regard, do you have the same similar? Don't heal other things. I played Civilization Five and Heroes Three, just turn-based strategies, basically. Well, I don't play them much, just a little bit. But you're not healing in those games, then. So that's 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 goes <laughs> no. against my question. But yeah, no, gotcha. Just go into war. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then how about do you have any where's my other question oh most annoying part of being a healer what is your hot take on that then this is go back around a tour dps players oh, God. oh. <laughs> I, I was i got worked up right just dps players calling heal me it's like we can see our frames we know that you need healing and they just scream heal me heal me i, like, I know you need healing i can see it you don't need to shout it and it's like, oh, that that that's the big tilt right there. I mean, the name of this episode is 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 make like a tree and heal me, Kona. So just, <laughs> just... yeah, <laughs> one heal. <laughs> we had oh, one yeah. DPS warrior back in TOS, and he would ask like, "Can I have a rejuv?" I would tell him, "You have a rejuv," and he says, "Can I have two? Can I have two? <laughs> <laughs> Are you expected a germination? Yeah, can I have yeah, two of those? We ready for germination then? Yeah." I have two. Well, that there's Kona's. That's Kona's answer. And Tordia, do you do you agree? You kind of chimed in with that one. Do you have something else that comes to mind as your most annoying part of being a healer? When they say, I have this debuff. Dude, I know that you have this debuff. Shut up and do your roll. <laughs> Come on. Oh no. Now nah, I'm I'm scared to have what's what's Volk's answer? 
I don't think that non-healers understand healing very well, and so I think you get a lot of situations that happens in pugs a lot where they'll just like they'll bring too many healers to begin with, and then one healer has enough sense to actually spend some time DPSing because there's nothing to heal. And if they wipe, even if they wipe to mechanics, that lowest healer will always get kicked because the raid leader just doesn't get healing at all. And you see that even in proper guilds. Like, I think there's a big push to blame the healer sometimes when the healer can't do anything about it. Mm. I actually think uh, at the mid-tier guilds, like rank maybe two to 400, they don't blame healers enough. Like from what I've seen, like sometimes people link logs and their healers are just, I don't even know what they're doing. Like, how did you even get Jaina with those healers? And it's just the reverse in our guild. We're doing like mecha talk. We have two DPS standing in the uh, blast gun. So we're healing them or we use externals on them. Then we have someone drop a bomb in the raid and we, and we end up wiping. It's like, well, what did the healers do wrong there? It's like, we, we did everything. We popped all our cooldowns. We, we used externals on everyone that needed it, but you just couldn't play mechanics right. And we wiped because of it. We get, oh, healers fall. Are you, you're not fall. trying to... Yeah, fine. <laughs> Don't throw deep shades under the bus, Kona. No, Favo doesn't do it too much. But he, 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 when he's healing, he, he's actually uh, he calls out everything for us, so it's, it's really helpful. When he's healing, that's a weird statement. Yeah, when he's healing, he's like, I've ironbarked you. He makes sure everyone knows that he's, uh, what he's done. I'm tranking right now. <laughs> I put an ironbark on you. Play by <laughs> play, by play <laughs> on yeah. Favo. Oh, I like yeah. that. <laughs> oh. No, he's fun when he's healing. I like Favo. I like that. But hopefully we had a little back and forth there. Of course, if you have any more questions or things you want to know about the restoration Druid and how things are going to shape up in 8.2, just jump into the Dream Grove Discord channel. And you can, of course, probably just poke... I don't know, who who likes being messaged more? Torty, do you... Torty loves it. Does he really? Oh, he does. Especially PMs. Oh. I'm just using an invisible mode so people don't see me. (laughs) Oh, no. That's too bad. I think we haven't talked about the Paladin enough yet. We had a pretty good dig earlier that Volk had set up. Come on. We got there. Can I talk about PMs? The worst thing that people do is just, can I ask a question? Just ask the question. Don't ask ask the question. Yeah. Hmm. I'll literally wake up to a message saying, can I ask a question? Rather than someone asking the question and then I just answer it when I can or when I'm available. It's just, that is a big peeve of mine as well, Todd. So go join the the Dream Grove Discord, but uh, I guess don't don't PM Torty. And uh, if you guys have some uh, closing shoutouts or any remarks or any soapbox that you want to go for to close the show out here, uh, Torty, I'll go back to you first. Anything you want to? Any wondrous bits of wisdom or anything you'd like to to rant about? Put a moratorium on. This is your time. I'm actually gonna shout out Zanzara and Jundar for making the Druid CMC. APLs and the implementation. They enabled me DPS and more. That's all shout outs I'm gonna give. Druid Simsy, he means Feral Affinity Simsy. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. He, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait, there. Wait. Yeah. Hmm. I just got two PMs asking, can I ask a question? <laughs> <laughs> They've done it. Volk, how about you? Anything you wanna? put a moratorium on or any shout outs you want at the end of the show here 
all right, I'll go shout outs. I'm, I'm not going to be able to include everyone. I'll include my wonderful girlfriend, Broccoli's, and I will include everyone in Dream Grove, Peak of Serenity, and Hammer of Wrath. Uh, closing remarks I have been promising to put up part three of my Essence article for about a week. It is now live on Questionably Epic as of the second. As of right now, if I refresh the page, refresh the page. Oh Hulk. my goodness! It's there. It's right there. It's right there. Look, I'm gonna hit but read actually, me. Uh, I, I I feel like I've been unfair to Connor now. Like everyone's gonna be reading the article instead of uh, listening to his closing remarks. So let him do that first, then go and read the article. I've got I've got no remarks really. <laughs> <laughs> I got one one shout out. Listen. Go for it, Connor. What do you got? Uh, no, I just shout out to some of my friends in uh, the Gym Lads Discord. They uh they know who they are help a lot with uh, all the prep for a while and stuff like that they've, they've been helping me about uh, researching ap and how to how to get it efficiently and, and whatnot that's cool. Good us luck. yep but no one no one a method though you're not gonna shout out the boss man nothing to scott no uh thank you for letting no, you have three no, no, hours no. <laughs> away from the grind <laughs> no, no shout out to all the healer team in method they're, they're all uh good guys including josh including josh yeah josh I, Josh hmm. is best. We like Josh. Hmm. No, I'm just kidding. Well, that's going to do it then. I don't think we have anything else to go on. <clears throat> now, there was a bunch of questions came up in chat about uh, what the next shows coming up are. But again, we have Shadow Priest and then the Wowhead special, and then we'll go from there. It's going to take like the whole breath of this year to get through all the other specs. But I'm going to hit this little button over here. Hold on. I have the the wrong... I need the outro music. I can't end the show without the outro music, and this is the wrong one. Doot, 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 doot. Live technical difficulties here. Where did I... Uh-oh. 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 Wait. Everything is moved around. This is awkward. Where the heck is it? I don't even have it? No way. <laughs> well, this is weird. Everyone's looking at my face. This is... Where did it go? I just should I sing a little song? Should you sing a little song? <laughs> I mean, you could. I guess you could no, try. I can't sing. We you could. Can't... We could all just make a tune. <laughs> I hold on. I think we found it, but I don't know how loud it's going to be. Please, please don't. Please. Okay, it's okay. It's still loud. <laughs> oh my goodness! Everything is broken. Not everything's broken. Everything else ran just fine. Except this last little bit, because I didn't know where it... It's... Is it still playing? It's still playing. That's gonna do it. That's gonna be it. My name's Adam KK Bay, and I lose part of my show layout, because this just didn't exist on the layout here. Yeah. But that's gonna do it for today. Again, next week, Shadow Priest. Week after. 8.2 special about stuff being sorted out and we'll figure everything out and we'll have some theory crafters and guide writers and mathy heads on here for the show to sort of help out and figure out what's going on with 8.2 if you want a little primer for that and then back around here Kona you can go follow him over on Twitch at Kona with an extra H just just one extra H Kona just yeah yeah I, I couldn't get the uh, the singular H on Twitch it's already taken so there's a double H twice the fun I stream very rarely, but I stream during progress. 
and intermittently between. So go over and enjoy my streams, I guess. Sounds good to me. And there's Volk. Give a whole over on Twitter at QE underscore wow. That is questionably epic, of course. If you haven't seen that, oops, there we go. Seen that plugged during the show. Do you have anyone else that works on questionably epic with you, sir? Or is it everything just like your little love child? Uh, it's definitely my love child. I've got uh, Brock does the raid guides for the site, and then the other stuff is is. But I mean, a lot of it is built off a whole bunch of people doing a whole bunch of work that makes it easy for me, like uh, all the theory crafters for the different. Okay. Sounds awesome, sir. Well, thank you for your time on the show again. I'm sure we'll talk soon. And keep fighting the good fight against discipline priests everywhere. And then last up, Torty. Thank you for sitting down with Whoa. us again today. And uh, apparently just DPSing when you should be healing. Is that what I've gathered? Yep. And not DPSing when I'm it as well. Oh. Apparently. <laughs> I mean, you're, what were you saying you should change your uh, Twitter handle to? Because it's just Torty underscore healing. But what, what, should that, what should that actually be? Torty underscore complaints about disc. It's actually half my Twitter feed probably just complaining about disc, please. <laughs> well, you can go follow Torty on Twitter if you want to have him uh, complain about discipline priest. So you can join in, I guess. Join in to the conversation. Yeah. Oh, it was a few tweets about Holy Palms as well lately. Oh, okay, okay. At least, at least a few. Yeah. You can there. also check my expansion tier rankings. They're pretty good. Uh oh. I don't. I'm not bringing that up on the show. Are they pretty good or? Yeah, yeah, yeah you will love them. Hmm. I don't. I'm gonna click on it. Uh oh. Wait a minute. That goes against what? You can go look at it. Go look at it yourself. And that's going to do it for me. Thank you very much for tuning in. Sorry for the hiccup at the end there. Everything's sort of breaking as I move everything around into the new build and stuff like that. So I've been backing up stuff. This is an old version of the outro song. Hopefully it sounds okay because I really can't hear it. But that's that. Again, if you missed the show, the YouTube VOD will be up. We're just waiting 24 hours after the live show goes up. So if you're watching on YouTube right now, then you're already here. And then the audio-only versions go up about a day after that. But 8.2 is on the horizon. And we'll keep the show coverage. And when we go in the future with more healers, we'll sort of have banter about other healers in there as well. That's how the, the shows will work. But that's it for me. Thank you very much for being here and tuning in. And uh, good luck farming all your different essences, even though they're a literally a reward-based system now. When's the last time you could actually just do something in World of Warcraft and not pull down a casino slot machine? Everything now is just you can do and get the essence. So go for it. And we'll see you all here next week. All right, man. My, my Torty can't wave. Wave for Torty. I'm waving. He can't, he's waving? Is he? Yeah. Okay. <laughs>